Welcome to Tech Mobility Topics. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. I'm Ken Chester, and this is the Tech Mobility Show, the program for mobility and technology news, information, and perspective. To add your voice to the conversation, call or text the Tech Mobility Hotline, that number, 872-222-9793, or you can email the show, talk at techmobility.show, and that's talk at techmobility.show. And as always, I want to add this, we are all over social media. Doesn't matter where you interact with social media, be it Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube, we're there. And we'd like you to join us there. Be sure to like our page or follow us, particularly if you are following us on TikTok, YouTube, or Twitter. Sure would love to have a like or some love from the listeners. It would really help. And in advance, I thank you. From the Tech Mobility News Desk, Chevy is out for bear, people. They are relaunching their entry-level tracks, and this is the one that skipped a model year. It was smaller then, it's bigger now. And what they're doing is they're going to differentiate the entry-level tracks, which is now closer in size to the Trailblazer, but they're aiming at two different markets. And here's the news flash. Chevy expects under $25,000 tracks to become one of the brand's top sellers. And that's after number one Silverado, number two Equinox. They expect the tracks to be their number one volume leader. By comparison, Chevrolet sells between 25 and 30,000 Equinoxes a month. That's 360,000 vehicles. So if this is going to be number three, you could be anywhere from 250 to 300,000. That is the output of an entire assembly plant all by itself, annual production. All the trim levels of the new tracks will start below 25 grand. From 21,995 for the entry level up to 24,995 for its top end level, starting price under 25,000. They're targeting buyers of the previous generation tracks, somebody wants something a little bigger, as well as owners of the defunct Cruise and Sonic sedans. The question is, if you owned a Cruise and you bought a Cruise new, particularly if you bought a Sonic, if you bought the Sonic, it, other than their little, they had one that was smaller still than the Sonic, and I'm trying to remember what it was. I can see it, I can't call it. But if you, buy, if you bought a Sonic, it paid $14,000 for it new, roughly. Are you willing to spend 10 grand more to get into a tracks? I don't know. Chevy thinks you will. And more importantly, if you bought the sedan then, chances are you might want to stay with a sedan. But Chevy is betting that your family is growing and that you want more room and that a, a crossover SUV might just be the thing for you. I think it's more of a case if you owned a cruise. Not so sure that they're going to attract a lot of Sonic buyers. And they expect that number by the end of next year. And oh, I left this part out. Below 25 grand, including freight charges. So that wasn't just the sticker price plus freight. No, that included freight. Brand leaders say that Trax is loaded with technology and safety features that previous entry-level vehicles lacked, offering a significant value well below the industry average transaction price of more than $46,000. It's almost half. 
They're going to start this this month, a marketing push of targeting the buyers we spoke of. Now, these new vehicles started hitting the dealerships in March. And I got to tell you, they look sharp. They look really sharp. And particularly if Chevy is smart with that two-tone paint scheme, I think they'll sell these things all day. They really look that sharp. There is some major differences between the outgoing tracks and the one they redesigned. Now, they're both still made. They're made in South Korea, but it's four inches lower, two inches wider, and 11 inches longer than the one they, than the one they discontinued in 2022. It comes with a 1.2 liter turbocharged inline three-cylinder engine producing 137 horsepower and 162 pound-feet of torque, and that's paired with a six-speed automatic. And before you haters say, oh my goodness, let me, let me break this down for you. A few years back, I test drove a Chevy Trailblazer, which was the longer version of the tracks at that time. It had a three, it had a three-cylinder turbo. And I thought, oh, uh-uh. Let me tell you something. That thing was peppy and responsive and got up. I was blown away. I was extremely impressed. I was extremely impressed. The engines of the old days, this small, are not the engines of today. They're way more sophisticated, much more powerful, and it's kind of why they went to a turbo. So all I'm going to tell you is drive it before you judge it because I think you're going to be impressed. To differentiate the tracks from the Trailblazer because now they're roughly the same size, the track will not be available in all-wheel drive. And it's also a way to save about $2,000 in the price of the car. Keep the price down. The Trailblazer now is Chevy's all-wheel drive entry vehicle and is going to be positioned more as an SUV while the tracks will be more of an urban crossover. You heard that term before. We talked about urban crossovers. That's where they're going. Track sales had peaked. At 2019, at over 116,000 of them before basically cratering uh, during the pandemic to barely one-fourth of that, a little over 26,000. Trailblazer, though, topped 60,000 last year, finishing fourth in the subcompact crossover segment behind Subaru Crosscheck, Honda's HRV, and the Hyundai Kona. Let me talk a bit about General Motors, and why this is such a masterstroke. Yes, GM is moving to electrics. Yes, this vehicle is internal combustion gasoline powered. Absolutely. Chances are it's the last one they're going to build. But it is. Because GM looks at some truth. People still need to get around. Not everybody can afford even a $30,000 EV, which they're expecting the Equinoxes to start at. And until they get economies of scale, which is going to probably be another five or six years from now, maybe even as much as 10 years from now, before they can even get a capable pure electric anywhere close to that number, and it's still probably going to be more than 25 grand. So they're saying, rather than freeze these people out of GM entirely, let's give them a vehicle not only that they can afford, but they want to own. Makes total sense. And I'm telling you, with GM styling now, Chevy styling across their SUV line, you're going to like the looks of this thing. And it's bigger, which means it's more practical, which means it will have more applications for families, empty nesters, first-time parents, you know, people fresh out of college. It's going to do a lot. And for the folks that want all-wheel drive, yeah, you'll pay a little more. You'll, you'll nudge towards the Trailblazer, which is exactly where they want you. The question is, 
will they be able to resist raising prices when they get as successful as this is probably going to be? Now, Chevy says they envisioned the evolution of the tracks when production of the cruise compact sedan ended in 2019. Uh, that's not the way it sounded before because they said we're leaving the tracks, we're discontinuing it, and they didn't mumble anything about coming back. But now, they say, the plan was always to use the nameplate to keep entry-level buyers engaged. Okay, more quotes from GM execs. The tracks is a great example of forethought plan is done years in advance to manage portfolio and manage customer migration. There's still people with Pontiacs and other various General Motors products that love GM, love the relationship they have with their dealer. And we're now giving them the type of car at the price point. This seems very right for them and frankly, very right for the times. Again, I asked the question. If you bought a Chevy Cruze, if you own a Chevy Sonic, is this the vehicle that you would be willing to buy? Is this the vehicle that would get you into a crossover maybe for your first time because the price is right? Or do you end up buying it because you can't find a comparably priced passenger car? Because if you're wandering into a passenger car, you're going you're gonna to start her up, excuse me, around 25 grand whether you want to spend that money or not. Food for thought. And I thought I'd just share that with you. GM's taking no prisoners. At the other end of the spectrum, and I'll talk more about this because I don't really have time to get into it, Lucid is bringing out an SUV and they're testing it. We don't have a price for them, but it's going to be more of a, a road car and light to moderate off-road vehicle. Could be a lot of fun. Don't know what the price is, haven't seen pictures of it yet, but I wanted to give you a heads up that Lucid, even as they're trying to sell their cars, are gonna come out with an SUV. And honestly, their timing isn't bad. I think this thing would probably outsell their car. I think at all due time, this will outsell their car. You are listening to The Tech Mobility Show. Welcome to AONMeetings.com, your next video conferencing and webinar platform. Host your next virtual meeting or your paid webinar with registration and secure file sharing, break rooms, classrooms, and much more. With over five levels of security to know that your data is safe and secure and 100% browser-based, keep in touch with family and friends using the newest meeting platform. Go to AONMeetings.com to start your free seven-day trial. That's AONMeetings.com to start your seven-day free trial. Did you know that you could still listen to past shows of Roadworthy Drive? Ken Chester here. With the change to the Tech Mobility Show, we've taken steps to maintain our vast library of past shows for your listening pleasure. Whether you want to listen to 1, 10, or 50 of our 1,000 shows, we got you covered. Be sure to visit roadworthydrive.buzzsprout.com or roadworthydrivemoment.buzzsprout.com and subscribe. There's no recurring commitment and you can opt out at any time. We set the price super low so that access to the shows is easy and carefree. Thank you so much for your support. Real facts, real opinions, real talk. Roadworthy Drive is now the Tech Mobility Show. I'm Ken Chester, your host. Every week, I delve into the current trends and topics that impact you when it comes to mobility and technology. Things are changing fast, and I cover these topics in a way that's easy to understand. By tuning into the Tech Mobility Show, you can keep informed about the latest happenings with self-driving vehicles, auto finance, electric airplanes, and more. That's the Tech Mobility Show, heard each week on this very fine radio station. These days, everybody 
everybody wants to be social, and we're no exception. Hi, I'm Ken Chester, host of the Tech Mobility Show. We get to share additional content that you won't find on the show. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok. Yeah, we're there. You can find us at Tech Mobility Pod on Twitter and at the Tech Mobility Show everywhere else. Check us out. Be sure to follow us.